You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to a special edition of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here live for Buzz24, which is a, an event that supports the 24 Foundation. But we have two of our, of our newest neighbors in the building, and they have a fantastic uh, idea that they've created. So we're here with Katie Edwards, who is a physical therapist and a running specialist, and Martin Michelson, who is a personal trainer, who have created the organization Fight Back Performance. Now, this is a really, really cool uh, organization that is bridging the gap between remission and recovery. And we're so excited to understand not only the journey that got you here, but what you're going to be able to offer to our Charlotte community and hopefully elsewhere for people that have battled cancer just what the 24 Foundation is all about, survivorship and navigation. And then when you hit that remission bell and you walk out, you guys are now providing that platform to not only take them from remission, but provide an opportunity to get back to where you were before you got cancer. And I think that is cool as shit. So let's talk about it. Hey, guys, that was hot, wasn't it? Wow. Big big introduction. Sorry. Got excited. (laughs) (laughs) Martin and Katie, very, very cool to have you all here tonight. Thank you for coming. This is a Special edition of the Brand Builders Podcast and Buzz 24. Is that right? That's right, man. Mm -hmm. Buzz 24 event. This is the first one we've hosted, and we thought it'd be a great opportunity to bring like-minded individuals together, people in the community that want to give back and want to do something to make an impact and help others' lives much bigger than ourselves. And you all have a really cool concept, as Brian mentioned, coming up. And uh, so we want to hear about it. Tell us a little bit more about it. Well, I think maybe the idea started with me. Um, my wife was going through her own breast cancer diagnosis and treatment. And as you go through that journey, as many of you guys know, uh, there's so much that's out of your control. And one of the things that we felt like it was in our camp and something we could control was just, one, what could we do from a nutrition perspective and what could we do from an exercise perspective? Anything that would help kind of maximize our quality of life during treatment. So as far as just minimizing the effects of chemo, what could she do nutritionally to offset some of the side effects, as well as just, you know, were we truly better to lay on the couch or were we better to be up and moving? And we found that the more she was moving, the better she could handle the side effects. Um, so we that kind of taught us that there was so much more that we needed to want and wanted to learn and know. Um, we kind of had to find our way through it because there wasn't any really a good resource out there that met our needs. Um, as that planned the season, we kind of got our way through it. But then as we got to the end and even ringing the bell from a recovery going into remission, she wasn't the person she that I knew. And she wasn't the person from the perspective that getting her back to her norm. And there just wasn't the resources out there. So if you fast forward, Katie and I, as my physical therapist, we started having conversations around what the gap was that was out there relative to just that post-remission recovery. And we thought about, wow, what a great concept. If you could take what I had learned from a personal training perspective and from a PT perspective and applied it to the cancer community, what a difference we could make for people in their survivorship plans. There's so many people that just accept their new norms coming out of recovery um, and going into their survivorship that this is just their new norm and it can't be better. And we thought, man, we could really have an impact and show people that it can be better. We can improve their outcomes and we can also improve their lay their daily quality of life. So that was our goal. Mm-hmm. Katie, so you, and to, to go on that, when you have somebody that beats cancer, they ring the bell and then it's like, okay, 
congratulations. Mm -hmm. But yet you're not walking the same. You're definitely not running the same. You're not lifting the same weights. Tell me from, from dealing with endurance athletes, like you have, my Mm -hmm. uncle's one runs, you know, the ultra marathons. I think he's absolutely insane, but that does a huge toll on your body. So you've dealt with people that do that on a daily basis. Tell me how, um, your, your kind of actions will, will support that. And then really what's the process of taking somebody from remission and then getting them back to where they Mm want to be. It can't be just a, here's our one month program. You know, tell me a little bit about, about what your vision is on how that looks. Right. So I think, what a lot of people don't realize is that physical therapy can be a massive piece of this equation. So um, it's interesting because most people think of us as truly most people don't understand what physical therapy is capable of in general. Um, And so a lot of people think of us as this only post-operative component of their lives. So they think, okay, this is someone who works with someone who's had a knee replacement, who's had their ACL repaired, right? When in fact, we can take people from any aspect of their life and and make them move more optimally, right? And make their body work with an improved capacity. So you can very easily translate that directly into multiple types of cancer patients. So certainly from a surgical component, which this is a huge gap in the process, which so someone who has had a total mastectomy or or even any form of mastectomy, there's a massive amount of scar tissue and a total mastectomy. They've taken out the entire pec minor muscle, which most people don't realize. Right. That completely changes the components of the shoulder complex that so many women post total mastectomy end up with frozen shoulder. They end up with something called cording, which is essentially these ribs of tissue that form within that bed of shoulder musculature that creates incredible pain. I mean, it's sensitive to the touch. And if they were to get physical therapy close to that surgical date, they can prevent that from happening or at least prevent it from getting worse. Um, and, And that can go on any surgical. So our first cancer patient, he had his bladder essentially recreated. He had a, a basically a 10-inch scar going through the center of his belly. He couldn't contract his abs at all when he first came to me. Well, you can't do a lot in daily life if you can't turn on your abs. And part of that was because there was such a tremendous amount of scar tissue there that his brain was trying to shut off his abdomen because it created this tension and pain. So this scar tissue work is huge. And it's not a piece of traditional cancer rehabilitation, but it can improve it tremendously. And he actually came back on the second visit and said, I can see a difference in the mirror and also look how awesome I can turn my abs on now. So it's huge. And it's this piece that it's no one's fault that it's being missed. It's, it's the oncologist's job to get you cancer free. And then they're done. That's their piece. They, they're bombarded with an incredible number of patients and someone needs to step in and say, we can do more than what we're doing. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to look beyond what is traditional cancer rehab and put us in place to help you get to the next level. And I think, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think the other thing is the reality in the healthcare landscape today as well is insurance-based services don't play well with cash-based services. So even the, the ability to link a physical therapist and to Katie's point, tie them to the application and a cancer-related treatment plan, but then on top of that, to overlay nutritional support as well as 
what could a personal trainer do to supplement what the PT is doing to not only augment what they're doing, but also complement what they're doing and looking holistically to rebuild that individual end to end and take them the kind of even what you may be restricted to based on your health care plan and how many visits you can see from a PT, mm -hmm. for example, be above and beyond that, a personal trainer can take you then the end of the journey to even getting you even stronger potentially than you were before. And that's where we saw the real power of bringing everything together, which many, you know, with the right intentions don't have the ability, the healthcare organizations don't have the ability to bring those services together. And that's where we saw our ability to jump in the sandbox, pull in the right skill sets, and then give a fully integrated, holistic approach to cancer recovery. And I, yeah, I, I, I want to, oh, hold on, I'm gonna, mm -hmm. I, I have to jump in on this. This is great. What you guys just said is exactly what social media in our world needs. And what I mean by that is there's so much negativity out there, but you guys have a platform that you can take somebody that beats cancer mm -hmm. and share that story. And hopefully that reaches millions of people that gives them that opportunity because you guys have created something that's so unique and so different that now not only can you beat cancer, but you can go run a marathon. You can right. go be a, a lifter. You can do what you used to do. So I know I, I jumped right in there, no. but like, good for you guys, because I think that's cool as, as hell. And, and it's it's something that you've done that's new. You figured out that there's an issue when you walk out that door right. and you guys are attacking that front on and and you have, have had to deal with this um, with your wife. I, I can only imagine um, how thankful she is, how appreciative she is that you pushed her. But also, you didn't even know that you were creating something that you're now going to be able to help so many other people. And that's just freaking awesome. Mm -hmm. But I think the exciting thing for us, too, is if you were even to go out right now and Google cancer trainer, personal trainer, you would likely, if you got anything to bounce back, you would just see personal trainers that have happened to have a cancer diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So even to find somebody that's had the appropriate training is a, is a challenge in and of itself. And I think the exciting thing for us is by coming together, we're building out the playbook now that says, okay... How do we assess and triage these various conditions so that we have the appropriate level of care being applied to a PT? And when does the PT formally make the handshake with the personal trainer? And what does that look like? And what's the role of the nutritionist? So we're basically building an end-to-end -end playbook that says, all right, here's the oncologist's role. Here's when they're making the referral. If you're a cancer diagnosis, everything starts on the PT and they do their full assessment. And then we're mapping out at what point do you have a controlled engagement with the PT, with the, with the personal training, with the physiotherapist along the way, providing the, the overlay of oversight into your care plan. So we have that end-to-end -end view. So you go from a tier one client that can't be touched or controlled except by the PT all the way to tier five, which is where you're basically a wide open, back to yourself, full physical therapy re release and back to personal training and general population, basically. So that's where the excitement is in the sauce, I think, what we're building in the cookbook. And that's amazing. Uh, you know, the, the beauty of this podcast is it's, it's all about connectivity and engagement in the community. And tonight with the Buzz24 event, I think it's really cool that you're coming together with an organization that raises funds to support wellness and survivorship. Mm -hmm. And I, I, that's what I'm hearing. That's, that's what you it's guys blend, are, you, right? you guys are actually making yeah. that happen. Mm -hmm. How do you see your future with, with your business and maybe tying in with the 24 foundation to really make an impact? 
Well, we've both been involved with 24 Hours of Booty for years in different capacities, but through different um, realms. But it's such a wonderful event. I mean, you can't help but feel the energy. Um, and so it's certainly something we absolutely plan to support, um, even just in being a part of things like this. But um, it's incredible to be able to have the community that we have, right? We're very lucky in Charlotte to have this unbelievably supportive environment with not just 24 hours, but um, many, many, many events that support cancer research and support families who are going through this. And it's just, we're so lucky, right? I mean, many very. communities don't have anything like this. And we're very lucky to be in this community that can support the idea that we have. Um, and so partnering with foundations like this is huge and vital for us to survive and to be able to touch the people we want to touch, especially from a financial perspective, because we fully realize that some people might not be able to pay for services like we provide. But by partnering with organizations like this, we can cleanly help all. We're, we're aiming to help everyone in our community, regardless of cost. And so because of organizations like 24, I mean, we couldn't do it without them. So... So I'm excited. Yeah, I think for me, it's going from the journey of just participating in the past as a writer and writing with great teams like Go Gen Go. Um, and, and one of the great things for me in that event is just being in Bootyville and being with mm -hmm. the other teams and hearing all the phenomenal stories and meeting all the survivors. And when you're out on the road, just seeing the you know various writing in honor of, writing in memory of, and hearing all the great stories. But to actually feel like we're coming full circle and actually going to be able to impact some of those stories and give better outcomes, I think to me is kind of the most gratifying part of what we're doing. And the 24 is just such a great foundation to your point earlier about just being a phenomenal platform to be able to reach more and more people. I think we could go out on our own and try to get the word out of what we're doing, but it's organizations like 24 that are finding people that otherwise couldn't navigate right. and find the care that they need that feel like they don't have options or don't have choices. I think that's where we feel like the best benefit's going to come from that networking and just being able to drive awareness and be able to put the net out there to catch more people. That's our hope and partnering with 24. Mm -hmm. I got a quick question, and this might be just kind of off the cuff, but um, what have you guys had any experiencing, experience working with, with kids that have cancer and helping them throughout that physical therapy? Has there ever been a group that does that? Because I imagine someone that's very, very young, maybe they're six, seven years old, they mm -hmm. get cancer and they beat it, which is awesome because losing a kid sucks. Um, but the reality is that they beat it. Is is there, because what's their plan? Like they haven't right. even finished growing, right? Like, I feel yeah. like that has to be such a huge struggle. And if it's not something you do, I apologize throwing you on the spot, no. but no, tell me like what's your, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, because awesome. we, we just happened to have been put in touch with uh, who uh, a girl who will be my my first awesome uh, yeah, yeah adolescent um, with cancer so we're we're she's coming back from St Jude's and so we're about to start that relationship so you know we're what very very so excited. I think I mean to your that's question awesome. and your point though I think that's a big problem like kids Huge. get lost in the mix they're they're kind of the vogue cancer flavors right that are out there they get a lot of the attention and treatment and programs. And sometimes kids get lost in the mix. And we're definitely looking to try to accommodate them in the solution as well. And like Katie said, we're in, we're in week two and we have kind of our first 
uh, adolescent coming through the process, and we're excited to take her in and make sure we can offer it. Everything will be age appropriate as far as as you go through the process and you move into right. the strength training and PT. That accommodates for you know what's appropriate for somebody in the teenage years versus you know somebody in their twenties as far as full recovery, but. The same services and the treatment approach apply, so we're excited to partner with organizations on the pediatric front as well, um, and hopefully, hopefully be able just to a lot more fun. Things become more of a game, right? Yeah, with yeah. The, with the kids, so that they don't think it's different to explain things to a kid, you know, um, and the motivation is different. But right, it's hard for me to say to a thirteen-year-old, "I'm doing this so that when you're 25, you'll be happy and thank me." Right. Versus a 40 year old who knows what it's like to have grown up and knows what a full size body feels like. And they're hoping to achieve something close to that. So it it's a different trust level and it's a different motivational level and and it's a different vulnerability for them and for me. So um, it's going to be an exciting experience. I think. And on the personal training side, it kind of shifts from strength training to more of appropriate active play. Right. And just figuring out how do you get them moving again? How do you get the natural progression of movement, stability, and support to where it's supposed to be versus, you know, when an older person focusing more on strength-related push-pull activities and stabilization, mm-hmm. it's more about just safe movement and activity to get them back to their norms. Amazing story, guys. Thank uh, you. I, yeah, I, I'm yeah. really excited to see and understand more about the impact you're making as you move forward. Uh, I think it's really cool that we we share a building together and we're literally a half a block from Levine Cancer mm-hmm. Institute. Yeah. I, I think that's no mistake in planning <laughs> on your behalf. I planned it a little. Uh, <laughs> atrium and everything is right there. Um, in closing, because we do want to talk with some other folks tonight, uh, tell us how to get in touch with you all, website, uh, contact information, because we absolutely want to share that. Sure. So our, our website is fightbackpr.com, which stands for Fight Back Performance and Recovery. Um, performance and Recovery are keywords in that. Um, you can certainly email me. I'm Katie at Fight Back PR, and Martin is Martin at Fight Back PR. So very simple. Um, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Fight Back Fight PR. Fight Back PR on Instagram and Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all, they went out strong. They had D'Angelo Williams and Molly Grantham in their first like Instagram post. So I was like, Damn. Yeah, they did. Uh, <laughs> that's week one. Who are these people? Um, Very strategic. Katie, yeah, Katie Martin, we are honored to call you guys our neighbors. We're so excited that you guys are literally right down the hall. If you need them, you know where we are. Come find us. We will get you in touch with them. We cannot wait uh, to hear more about your journey, and we will bring you guys back on the podcast specifically to talk about some of the success stories that you guys have. Uh, can't wait to see what you guys do with mm-hmm. that child. And and I can tell you, if you were not in this room uh, when we brought up that question, you can really see the passion in both of their eyes, not only to support people that have, have gotten a chance at life, but really somebody that hasn't. And, and you can see in their eyes that they really are doing this for the right reasons. And we are so honored that you guys are here and honored that you're part of the 24 Foundation and cannot wait to see what Fight Back, uh, Fight Back Performance and Recovery does. Uh, until next time, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.